You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast. I'm joined by Greg and John. All right, guys? All right. Evening. All right, to start the podcast, I thought I'd go through who we are on the, the forum. I'm Craig, quite obviously. Uh, John, who are you on the forum? Uh, JP1978. And Greg, when you do visit the forum, who are you? On the odd occasion that I stop by, uh, I'm one man clapping. Oh, what was uh, that? Daft Punk. Daft Punk in uh, the background there. That's just my phone buzzing away. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make that clear because some people listen and obviously they know who I am, but they hear somebody called Greg and they're not really sure if you're on the forum or not. Ah, who's that? Who's that great guy? I'd love to. I'd love to um, read some more of his opinions. I wonder right. if he posts in the forum. That type of thing. That that kind of thing. That's it. Uh-huh. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch sports scene last night? Oh, nope. I watched it. But they're just studio. Oh, it's all changed. Or they do layout. Oh, it's all changed. They still want to get two cameras though. After that. <laughs> after I, the games. I've spent the money on the screens in the studio. Aye. I liked when uh, Jonathan Sutherland says uh, it was near the end of the show and he, st- he was standing up and he goes, yes, I'm standing up again. It really is all change. Like, okay, <laughs> so there you are. See, I missed, I missed the start of it. Did they mention the fact that it was a new layout or that? Or... He did. did, he? did. He, he, said, uh, that he said something along the lines of that they couldn't improve their pundits. And oh, well, that's, that's a given. Evan, and is it Michael O'Neill? Uh, I was by the Northern Ireland manager. I see a right. Okay, you can't improve that. At least once during the, the show, I heard Pat and Evan call the, the top tier in Scottish football the SPFL. It's just, I, I just find it so difficult to watch sports scene. It's like I think, oh, I'm on the podcast. I better watch the football and sports scene. I just, oh, it just, it's so bad. Yeah. Now, it was on last night. I watched I watched the, the Celtic game. I watched the Motherwell game. But the rest of it, I, I didn't pay any attention to the highlights. Uh, I, I, I find it hard to uh, apart from watching the Aberdeen highlights any other game I'm just like yeah, yeah. this is what it's dreadful yeah the, the set was a wee bit of an improvement I quite like that they're they're trying to change things but it's still it's still miles behind match aye I mean here what they're needing to change is either they need to change the guy that presents it because I don't think he's any good they're needing to change the guys they've got in his pundits with the exception of uh, Thompson and, and Pat Bonner because the rest of them are not good they want to change the whole format of here's a game of football and mum will just tell you what you've just watched with your own eyes. It's, I mean, it's just that, that, that sort of thing. They were doing that sort of thing 10, 15 years ago and it's, other channels have moved on since then. You look at BT Sport and sort of stuff they do and the BBC are just lagging way behind. It's boring. Uh, it's, it's rubbish. It's, fa- it's predictable. It's the fact they miss so many things as well. Like, oh, he- you go on the football forums and you chat to folk about that have been at different games and they mention like these controversial incidents or certain incidents in the games and you watch sports scene and you think it's a different game that they must be talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, yeah. More, more football, less talking. Instead of having the, 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 you know, the five, ten minutes after every game, let's just have another five, ten minutes of highlights. Well, I'd like, I like talking, Greg, when you're getting something from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Like, seeing match of the day, see when Shearer starts talking about being a striker. Mm. I, that's that's when I, my my ears prick up. Now I want to I want to listen. I want to hear what he's got to say about it. I don't want to hear them talking about 
uh, oh, this player's having a brilliant season just because they bloody looked at stats and they know that he scored X amount of goals. No, I want to, I want to hear individual wee bits about why this player's doing really well. I want analysis, not just for the stats. I've said it before with the sports scene, that down this road they just having guys on it who used to play football or used to be managers or who currently play football. <coughs> football. It's the wrong way to go. They need to bring folk in that maybe aren't actively involved in the game but might have a wee bit of a personality and something to add that isn't the usual boring tripe. These guys trot out the cliches that they trot out week in, week out. I mean, it's just it's money for all drop. It's crap you've heard a million times before. Get somebody else in that maybe can put a bit more of a personality and things and a, and a, wee, and a different slant on it. Did you guys like off the ball when it was on with Tam Cowan? Um, I wasn't a listener, no. No, it used to be a TV. <sighs> Is it? It, was, it, could be, it could be a bit hit and miss. At times, but that 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 I kind of went. I think I went too far the other way sometimes, and to try to be a wee bit uh, too much slapstick. But it kind of got the sort of the sort of more humorous vibe. But in order to do that, you need to have somebody front in the show that's relatively funny. And your man's Sutherland, isn't he? I I like to see somebody like Glenn Hoddle. I can't think exactly who, but somebody Glenn like Hoddle. I'd rather Hoddle. see Glenn Michael. <laughs> Glenn Michael. Got a rabbit his lamp. Dusty. Was it Dusty? Paladin. Oh, Paladin, Dusty. You're in a dusty bin. Oh, who was the dog? Was it not a dog? <laughs> rusty. Was it Rusty? Aye. I don't know, mate. I can only just remember Glenn Michaels' curtain. Aye, 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 aye. So you can. Oh, it used to be brilliant. Aye, nah. Too young for that. Sorry. Right, moving on. Charity bit. I include this bit in the podcast because... There was, there was a time, a long, long time ago that we were doing all right at the charity bet and it was positive and it was a nice way to start things. But now, nah, it's, it's not doing very well. I was at the Rangers game on Saturday there, settled down thinking, right, I'm looking forward to this. Quite a few goals coming up, surely. Nicky Law is going to score first. And it must have been the first minute. First minute, pretty much the first attack. And Banjo bloody at the back post. He was totally free as well. <laughs> Banjo. <laughs> Aye, Chris was saying we should have had a bet on him because his name. <laughs> Aye, so so that happens, and then I'm obviously seeing the Arbroath fans going crazy, the all ten of them, and then the, their team going crazy, and then I'm thinking to myself, ah, oh, that's a terrible start, and then it comes in my head, Nicky Lawner, oh what rubbish, wasn't an enjoyable game. I see, Greg. I thought that we would go for the big odds. Nicky Law was ten to one. I thought that was a good shout, but no, they let us down. I don't think he was not as, as, as a reasonable shout for first scorer. I'm not sure how many times he's managed that season right enough, but he's, um, odds-wise, he's, he's a value bet. But start of the season, he was doing really well. He scored yeah. consistently. But our both were a good side on Saturday. That was that was the thing. It was they're sitting second bottom in the table, but they were still a good side. We need to maybe try and find a site that tells you about first goal scorers. There must be a site that folk Laurie, use that folk know. use for betting. Aye. I'm sure there must be photographer would know as well. Aye, aye. That's what we'll do, right? We'll, we'll speak to them about it for next week. Try. Laurie came out with stats. He says, aye, this guy scored this uh, first goal X amount of times. Aye, that's because he's got his job of hearts now. Do you know, I might speak to McBookie as well because he was telling me about John Daly saying that he's not even, uh, what is it? He said he's not scored first uh, most time for Rangers and yet you keep picking him. So I'm going right. to ask him, who, who has been scoring first? You, you give me an insight into the stats. Not so sure I want to be dishing them out because we'll end up bookie bashing, but we'll give it a, give it a go. What, right, was so, the, what was the other bit 
I thought it was oh, the aye. first scorer. What did you pick for your... Oh, we done really bit. well. Really <laughs> well. <laughs> aye. We had Sunrar to beat Erdrionians. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, aye. then Ross County to beat Hearts, and they lost. Oh, aye. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, a double. Aye, I'm pretty aye. sure it was uh, all JB. Oh, aye, it was all me. Keep it no, simple. Well, we went for the double. I mean, Ross County, Craig and me, we both had Ross County to win. And then, I'm sure most folk would have thought Ross County would have won that match. Pretty good recent form. And then, Stranraer have been in pretty good form as well, playing against the Erdogan who are down near the bottom of the table, but no. So, yeah. We need to find, see, another thing we need to find is league, league tables that tell you the whole and away form. So I check the BBC website, that's just us, that one tells you overall. Whereas some teams are awful away from home. Aye. Yep. So that's something else, we need to try and find a website for that as well. I tell you about a good site for uh, looking at some recent form for Premiership sites, uh, Scottish Football Forums. Plug, plug. Right, whoscored.com is pretty good for different things. Celtic are sitting second top, joint top in the the best form. Oh, wait a minute. What is that for the leagues in Europe or something like that? It looks that way, aye. Ah, well, they're, they're pretty much unbeaten in the league, aren't they? One, 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 one. Battering goals on. You're thinking, wait, is this just for, I take it, is this just for the top leagues? The top leagues, aye, it doesn't include aye. top leagues like League One. Aye. Mm-hmm. Aye, but com is pretty good. If you go into the statistics section. What is it, what's it got? Has it got first goal scorers? No, it's not got first goal scorers, but it's oh, got yeah. other nice wee nuggets information, which is Chicken. nice. Chicken nuggets, aye. Aye, Golden so like Celtic have won 20 of their last 22 home matches. Right, okay. For example, Hearts have failed to score in seven of their last eight home games. Oh, aye, think. aye. That kind of mm-hmm. That's quite good. Aye. Aye, so aye I might just add that as a wee favourite. com. Keep that site up before we pick next week's bit. Aye. We'll cross-check it against that site. See how good it really is. Aye, I will do. Right, so move on to the Premiership games at the weekend. And we only had five because there was a game postponed Monday night. It was meant to be George St. Johnson. Aye, it was postponed because of the bad weather. So we're going to delay the podcast a wee bit later, but that was postponed. So I was kind of left nothing to do this evening. Uh, but anyway, right, what game you want to discuss first? Motherwell game? If you like. Seen Adam Rooney. Good signing. Good start. Uh, I feel like it's his debut. Uh, been looking in the, the kind of forums and seeing the general discussion on it, some kind of mixed, mixed views on it. But personally, I think it's a good signing in terms of when he was at Inverness's last couple of seasons. I think he scored about 40 odd goals between the two seasons, so he's proven it at this level. Yep. Um, okay, he went down south and maybe kind of struggled a bit, but he possibly picked the wrong club when he went to Birmingham, who had just, I think, not long dropped out of the Premiership because they had kind of quite a lot of other striking options. But by all accounts, it old him. Again, some of the Oldham fans weren't too happy that he was leaving because they reckoned he was a good a good player, but maybe not getting the right service. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, from what I saw in Saturday, Greg will be able to say better because he obviously kind of was at the match. Um, he looked sharp. He was wanting to get into the penalty box, get on the end of things, link up play. Um, I think it will benefit the other players as well, the likes of McGinn around him and Paulette. Uh, Hayes, bringing them into play as well. Obviously, he's got a good understanding with Hayes from the days at Inverness as well. So I no, really pleased with the signing. Hopefully, good to see him scored as well and ahead of the the semi final next week. I looks he certainly looked apart. 
uh, Saturday. Still haven't got to judge. It's only, it's only 90 minutes. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the best of conditions here, but he's, he looks like a type of player that would do well in that division. He's, he's, he's big. Um, he's, he's fairly mobile for being a big guy as well. He's quite happy getting in at the box and uh, dragging defenders round about. So I think if he gets the service, which is playing in the side that he's, he's in at the moment, there's no reason why he shouldn't then he's a the type of guy I think that could it could easily notch 15, 20 goals a season if he gets a good run. It reminds me a wee bit of Michael Higdon with the sort of physical presence and the um, the ability to get the end, on the end of crosses and chances. So um, certainly just going by the 90 minutes on Saturday, he, he certainly looked more than comfortable playing, playing in that division at that level. It's a superb spearhead for Hayes and McGinn, mm. either side of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. And Pollitt as well. Oh, behind. I forgot about that, yep. So that's a pretty formidable front four, I think. Yeah, yeah when you look further back and you've got uh, Robson and Hood as well. Yeah. And then got a, a good side. Got a good squad, I think. We're building a squad, that's the thing now. When you look at all of our teams, I... The likes of Motherwell, I think, Dundee United, St. Johnson maybe getting a good first 11 but I think if there's a couple of injuries in those sides, that's yeah. where they, that's where they are going to struggle. Whereas this season, in particular, we've had problems with the likes of Barry Robson being out, we've had Willow Flood being out, we've had Considine being out, but we're managing to still kind of be up there in, in second place because we've got players that can come in and do a job. Aye, I mean, out, out, with, out with Celtic, um, Aberdeen have definitely got the, um, probably the best squad. Uh, the best squad in our league in terms of ability and also experience as well. Because if you look at Dundee United, fair enough on their, on their day they can be they can be a great side, but you've got a smarter enough four or five real youngsters in there. Whereas Aberdeen have, um, like throughout the side they've got that sort of crucial crucial experience all the way back for the goalkeeper through Reynolds and Anderson up through the midfield and with Rooney up front now as well. It's they're, they're starting to look like a side that could. Um, like JB says, if they can kind of steer clear injuries and get their, their, their strongest 11 starting every week, um, then they look as though they might be uh, capable of going on and doing some. But again, it's, it's consistency with all, all these sides, all these sides out with Celtic in the league, that's where they're falling down just now. So it's interesting to see how they go in maybe, uh, maybe second half of this season. Did you see the injury to Ryan Jack? Mm. When, he was, when it was a, I'll say it's a foul, Greg, because it was given when mm-hmm. Hutchison slid in and mm-hmm. looked like he got the ball, but it was maybe a wee bit excessive force. By Ryan Jack, it's something that you don't often see in football because the injury happened and Jack was rolling about on the deck as if as if he was in agony. Mm-hmm. And normally when you see that, it's simulation. Normally you see them jump up and they're fine. It's the first time I've seen somebody actually roll about. The pain was so bad it was rolling about for real. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, is, is it a right thing? It's a hip injury? Aye, I don't know any more than that. He's went so it's possibly with a landing, I think. Aye, so he, must have, he must have landed awkwardly, um, I take it, on, on, his, on his hip bone. But I mean, the pitch is, the pitch is soaking wet, so the pitch is soft. So, I mean, I don't... It must just have been the angle at which he's, uh, he, he's hit the deck. Uh, was it a foul? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I agree with you. It wasn't... It wasn't the challenge itself wasn't necessarily a foul because he has he's made contact with a ball, but the force at which he's got in now, I think the rules state that you can be you can be um, a foul given or carded for a reckless challenge, and I, I suppose there might be an element to that. But having watched Hutchison week in week out, I mean that's 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 a standard tackle for anything like that. He, the, the boy just doesn't hang back; he flies into everything. So from his point of view, I, I suspect he would be 
pretty upset getting booked because as, as far as he's concerned, it's the same tackle that he makes week in, week out. He's nicked the ball, he's caught the player, and it just so happens that the player's going down and get a sore one. If he's not got a sore one, I'm not so sure he's getting yellow carded. I certainly don't, I, I certainly don't think it was any worse than a yellow card. I know um, McInnes had maybe been suggesting it might have been a red, but I, I don't think there's any, any suggestion that it's, it's a red because he's clearly made contact with a ball, so um, I think that would have been harsh. It's probably one of those tackles that, like, back in the 80s, no one would have batted an eyelid. It was just a committed challenge. Yeah. Yeah, well, whereas they've been on their feet going, yep. get in there, right through. Yeah. Whereas, whereas now that, I don't know, the tackle should be outlawed, I think. Aye, no, tackle you, a player, it's getting to that stage. No, it, yeah, you're, you're right, with the, with the tweaks to the rules and the tweaks to the, you know, things like intent and all that sort of stuff, as it's gradually getting to the stage where, you know, defenders can't make tackles like that anymore because it's, it's going to result in a, in, in a booking. Yeah. So what about the handball? Looked pretty obvious to me. Uh, Seeing the back in the replay is, but I mean at the game I'd, I mean I, I, I sat up at the the other end uh, of the pitch. I mean there was no way of telling at the game what had happened. It was just a, it just looked like a good old fashioned smash in the box. But I've seen it again. I mean it's, it's definitely a handball. It's probably if that happens anywhere else in the park, it's probably a foul. It's probably a yellow card. It's possibly even more if it happens in the middle of the pitch. But I mean the referees. He's either not seen it, or I think he's probably bottled it. Because because of the end where it happens, the ball's going in, of course, the Aberdeen yep. fans have all gone daft. There's no way he's disallowing that. Had that happened up the other end of the pitch, mm, don't know. I'm sure it would have stood. But to be fair to Aberdeen... Could, sorry, you going the referee could have, was able to see it? Because there's know. quite a lot of bodies in there. Aye. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy with hindsight. You've seen it on the, the TV replay with it's up in the gantry and you've got a good view. I, I, I honestly don't know if the referee's seen that or not because there was there was a, was a clutch of bodies um, in the in the middle of the box. But I, I was going to say, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's, a point was um, it was was probably uh, the least that Aberdeen deserved because they had three or four really good chances. Uh, it's a second half to... Uh, to score before they did, uh, we didn't create that much, but managed to get the two goals. But aye, it's just a bit, it's a bit of a sickener that it comes in uh, two minutes into five minutes of injury time because we should really have managed to to hold out. But I'd have taken a point before the game, so I'm not that disappointed. So elsewhere, Hearts are now on positive points after beating Ross County. Uh, it's taken them a while, but now they're finally there. Don't think that a shocker all round that wasn't it. Aye, aye, the smart money was on Ross County. Aye, aye. maybe the dumb money was in Ross County, you could say. Well, <laughs> us having him in the charity bit. Well, especially we, I think the Stevenson still missing Saturday. Aye, he was suspended. Yeah, he was suspended, aye. wasn't he? Because when I saw that in the team sheet, I thought, I thought uh, Ross County looked like a looked like a stick on for the stick on for the three points because they've really been they've stepped their game up a wee bit. But I just it just shows you. I mean that the Hearts. I mean I've seen Hearts a couple of times this season. The, I mean, they're, they're not far off being a reasonable side, but it's just been the it's the same old thing. Their, their home form has been crap, and um, they've not done much in the road either. So, uh, I mean, it's easy to write them off, but I think a game like that on Saturday, they were, you know, they're always possible. I maybe maybe nicking a goal here and there, and they should probably have won by. I think it's probably three one. It should have been because was a was a really good chance they missed just before they get the. Before I get the one to make it two one, so it's a it's a cracking result for Hearts, but it's too little too late for Hearts, let's be honest. Yep. Then uh Kermanuk, they had Eremenko in the director's box and he was out mm. at half time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was tra- he's be, been training. 
could be an exciting signing for Kilmarnock if they manage to get him signed up because let's face it, he's he's a quality player and he's better than Kilmarnock and he's better than most teams in Scottish football. From his time back then, I'm not sure how he's playing nowadays, but he's a, a quality player. Was that a one million price tag they had on him when Kilmarnock was talking about signing him? And I'm sure that when they heard that, they were like, right, forget the talk about that. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he was definitely he definitely was a class act. Uh, like you say, whether he's still able to operate at that level, I don't know. But you would think in the in the SPL, he's going to still be able to do a do a decent job in there as well. And uh, interesting to see what happens with, with Boyd as well. Is there not talk of him maybe? Blackpool move to Blackpool or somewhere else because yeah. again, there's another guy that's been chipping in the goals for Kamarnock lately. Oh, he was loving the TV work. He was on. Sports scene, and then he was a pundit in the Rangers game as well. His agents obviously try to get his face in the, the shop window. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Pat Nevin was saying that Boyd's looking the fittest he's ever seen him? He must have heard us last week. I I thought he was uh, <laughs> I thought he was like now a bit chubby. Uh, oh well, he scored another goal. Did they say 180 league goal in his career? Is that right? Very good, the, the best striker Scotland's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> one, one there for other Celtic fans. No, as I mean, it, I mean, it was a lot of people knocked him when he came back to Kamarak, myself included. But I mean, I think he silenced a, a, quite a few critics by um, not not just playing every week, and starting every week, but again, he's he's doing what he's always done, and that's that's chipping in with goals left, right, and centre. And, you know, it's 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 been a real lifeline for Kamarak so far. His goal was typical, Boyd. Showing a wee five yards of pace <laughs> and, and then just taking his time and blasting it home. Yep, yep, no, it's a good finish. Quality. Uh, Barry. Swear, or did you want to mention anything about that game? Uh, no, Barry Fergus will probably just end up trying to sign all the ex Rangers players. I think as soon as you get the caretaker job, it was linked with Arlen Hutton, linked with Chris Boyd, it'll be like, Dan, uh, was it Timmy Wilson as well? Just the world foot's obviously already there. It'll be a, an ex Rangers 11 down there soon. <laughs> I think that's the easy thing to do. Sometimes it's uh, better the devil you know. In that kind of situation, you're not really taking a risk if you're signing a pal that you're yeah. with. Really, it's, it's interesting he's been given that caretaker's post in there. I think that's a, um, that's a bit of an eyebrow raiser, really. Given given everything that went on at Rangers when Liglen when was there and... Um, sort of allegations of dressing room unrest and Ferguson being at the heart of it, you know, it's interesting that the book might be might be another foot a wee bit. Uh, he's always struck me as a type of guy that I thought would would take that step up because he was he was a, a an old school captain if you like. Mm. He wasn't somebody that shirked away and maybe that incident with the Gwen's gone for him. Maybe that's shown his, his strength and the ability to make tough decisions because in that instance he was potentially getting frozen out. If Le Guin had stayed, he, he, I don't think we would have seen much of Ferguson. That's, that's, that's a fair that point, but, but if he does, if it's, if it's something that he wants to do long term, then, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, he never, he, to be honest, he never really struck me as being a guy that's, that's managerial material. I could see him being like a like a good coach, like a first-team coach, manager. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he's got the, the temperament. Well, I, there was a time when he was very needy. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. So Celtic against Hibs. I had a bet on Celtic, so I managed to win money and then I lost it later that day when I had a bet on Chelsea minus two. Did you have Celtic minus one? Uh, I can't remember. It was either, I think it was minus one, the Asian handicap I went for. Yeah, I had the minus one as well, so I was sweating it a wee bit. 
lift it away. <laughs> I thought Van Dyke's free kick was decent. Yeah, Perla. Ah, it was funny because I was watching. I was at the Rangers game and Ian Black tried something similar, and <laughs> it it barely made it over the bar. It was that soft. <laughs> and then I seen Van Dyke doing that, and I just thought, right, that, that that's where you need to be watching Black. None of this yeah. silly wee dinks. Just effortless, wasn't it? It just yep. it almost just it almost just took it on his on his um, on his stride. Never even had it. Just I walked on it and just flicked it in that top corner. But he's 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 shaping up to be another really good uh, buy for Celtic. Gets another season under his belt. They'll, 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 they'll shift him on for for good money somewhere. Well, he's a type of centre half that you could quite easily say uh, why not have a wee shot in mid midfield. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Well, if he goes that... wonders and he likes to hang about up front as yep. well. Yeah, if he's if he's got the type of right foot on him that can produce that sort of free kick, then there's no, there's no reason why he can't play a bit further forward. I thought Forster's save for against Stanton was was superb, but the highlights it I was watching, you could hardly see Forster's hand. The ball was moving yeah. that fast, and his hand flapped that quickly. Yeah, it's a really good angle the TV cameras had for it as well, didn't it? Looks good, it's a really <laughs> good one for a back page. His, his agent will be recording that right now and putting it on the DVD and sending it everywhere. Aye, the transfer window. Aye, Lennon's saying he's going nowhere. Hmm. But aye, Forster's got to be thinking about that England spot. Aye, got to be. Got to be. It's got to be time to move on for Foster as well. You know, he's he's done there. He's he's, he's done a reasonable shift in there as well. So he's. Uh, I think he's probably due a decent move somewhere. Let's not I forget that he's not. He's not a Celtic fan. He's no, he's, he's no. probably going grown fond of the club for oh, being there. But he's he's not got any ties. He's. Uh, I think he'll see himself down in the, the Premier oh, League down south. It's, de- it's definitely a stepping stone to someone else. It's a guy that's come up and um, uh, realising the fact that he's not going to be playing against top-class opposition every week, but he's going to get some Champions League, he's going to get some exposure, he's going to be playing every week, puts himself in the shop window and then gets a move somewhere else. So I f- fair play to him. I think he's uh, he's, he's done well for Celtic. Yep. Common, common, scoring again. common scoring first again. Five. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's some record. Uh, he got the penalty as well at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many times he scored first last season for them. Uh, Chris I, I, has mentioned us a few times that we should be able to pick him, but McBookie rules for us state it's got to be yeah. the lower leagues. I've got a feeling it's nine or ten times. It's 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 in their own approach. I read a thing on Saturday saying that he's averaging a goal every hundred minutes, something like that. That's pretty that, impressive, aye. Which is that's astonishing. And we see it, doesn't show any sign of slowing up. Stevie Baker can't be far off that. Striker. Stephen May, aye, you're right. Aye, he scored, really he scored a, what is it, 20 goals he's on? Hey, aye, must be, must be in a bit there, because I Commons is on about the same, isn't he? 20, 21 aye, goals. Aye, they're both in a bit. Commons is top yeah. scorer now in all competitions. But... Aye, Moffat won't be too far behind. He's doing really well. Who's he playing for? Rookies. Ayr. Ayr. He was if we picked him, if we cursed him with the first scorer? Aye, aye we've picked him, aye, we have picked him, aye. <laughs> so despite that, he's still done well? Aye. Ah, he's, he's, he does all right. He's he's the top of the, the scoring chart in League One. Aye, but I mean, that's League One. You put me down there, I could probably have had 20 goals, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Well, I forgot to mention uh, Bobby Lynn of Arbroath. He was really good on Saturday. Really impressed with him and he scored a goal where he, he really just showed how much a nuisance he was and McCulloch dived in. <laughs> and just kind of jinked past him and he was away, scored. Ah, he was one of the standout players. Forgot to mention that. Maybe a name worth keeping an eye on. Want to watch for the future. 
I think he used to play with the Indian his younger days. Did he? Aye, I don't think he's that. I don't know. I don't think he's that young. No. I don't think, I don't think so now. No, I think he came through a while back. Aye, so. Aye, one, for the, one for the future, aye. Peter Head, one for the future, oh, aye. <laughs> aye. Uh, East Fife, aye. He's, he's not really had a prolific career, but he was impressing me. Aye. Uh, the other game, St Mirren against Partick Thistle, which I didn't even get to see the highlights for. I don't well, think it was the debut. No, no. Not each, was it? I don't think it was much to the port, to be honest. Ah, yeah, all these, all these sides just seem to be a lump at the end of the season, don't they? They're just oh, pretty poor, pretty it's tough. Just, ah, it's just a case of who's going to be the yep. worst, out, yep. worst, out, worst out of the bunch. Who's getting that playoff spot? Aye. I think Kawarik will be safe. If Kawarik and Eremenko, they'll be fine. Mm. And then it's between St Mirren, Ross County and Thistle. But I think yeah. St Mirren will be alright as well with Adam Campbell coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Ross County or Party of Thistle, one of those two. The fact that Party of Thistle carry one at home would suggest that it'll be them. I think that might do for me, you're right. Although they signed that, they did sign a crop of um, loanees just a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They'd, um, the guy, the guy back for Dundee United, that was, that was at Dundee United, and Taylor, and uh, it was a couple of other guys as well I recognised. That's Higginbotham's out for, well, he's got six stitches, they were saying. So I'm not sure how long that keeps you out, but if that's on your leg, that's going to be a few weeks at least. Mm, uh, probably a couple of weeks, stitches. I don't know how you handle that. Uh, it's a shame, because Higgin, Higginbottom's been... Um, I think he's a cracking player. I, it was, we had him last season for uh, two or three months, and I was really disappointed we let him go. But um, he's, he's, he's done a reasonable job for, for, for uh, Thistle, so that's going to be a bit of a blow. Uh, so this week we've got the transfer window closing. Was it on Friday? No, 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 no. Disney close. It slams shut. <laughs> Get your terminology correct here. Disney close. It slams shut on Wednesday. You're right. You're right. Aye. Uh, slams shut. So we mentioned Deramenko to Kamarnak. That's probably the most exciting from me looking on. But then there's also Griffiths to Celtic. They're putting a bid. Mm. Wolves have said no. We fancy him now. Mm. And there's talking maybe Kyle going the other way. Which is... I can't see Kaya going to play in League One. I can't see that happening. Uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting move. But I think it's a safe bet for Celtic to get Griffiths. He's Do you think so? Single-handedly uh, carried Hibs when he was there. Uh, even when O'Connor yeah. was there, I thought that yeah. the, the two of them might have been good, but not was Griffiths again. I think he's he's doing pretty well for Wolves as well this season when he's finally getting a game for them. I don't know. It's it's just, for, good... for me, it's good... It's good um... It's got uh, a familiarity with the whole Derek Reardon situation as well, and that uh, there was a guy as well that Hibbs was was outstanding, and I think there's a there's there's a element of a sort of a big fish in a small pond where you're at somewhere like Hibbs, and you are head and shoulders the best player there. I think it's an easier gig than when you're having to start up front for Celtic, and you're you know what you're maybe not playing every week, you're maybe getting 15 minutes off the bench, you maybe got a lot of supporters that don't fancy you being there. You're maybe having to play for a club who, given where they are and who they are, the baggage that comes along with that is probably the last thing you're needing. Can you imagine having Glasgow as well, Lee Griffiths? And yeah. out? Oh, he says he's no such a bad lad. He's only had uh, one Aspo. Uh, I mean, it's he's only had one, one Aspo. One breach of the piece, sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I'm not sure it's worth. I'm not sure it's worth the risk for Celtic. To be honest, I'm not sure they're going to gain enough of it, enough uh, positive stuff for them to. To run the risk of having that guy in their side, uh, I, I don't get me wrong. I think he'll probably, in terms of 
playing, I think he'll probably do all right and he'll probably score a reasonable amount of goals. But I, I just, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not convinced. If, if as a Celtic supporter, I'm not sure that's the type of guy I would want to see my, uh, my club going and sign, to be honest. He's still, still young. He's still got his potential sell-on from him. He has. He has. I mean, the potential is definitely there with the guy, but you've also got to look at the history that comes along with him and the mentality and the temperament and all that sort of stuff as well. And I'm just not, I'm just not sure he's 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 not more trouble than he's worth. I think some Celtic supporters were saying that if they were signing someone of that kind of in that mould, they'd be better off signing Stevie May, who seems to have a kind of better attitude. Yeah. The, the talk is with Stevie May at St George's, the kind of one of those that's last off the training ground. Yep. and seems yep. to have a kind of pretty good attitude towards the game and he's probably, sc- probably scored the same amount of goals or even Mackay as well, as well. Billy Mackay's the other guy yep um, yep Chris Boyd you've got all mm-hmm. the top strikers you've got aye. Aye. Chris Boyd uh, Jordan Hobbs said Niall McGinn a while back he said that he met Niall McGinn at Belfast Airport or something like that and Niall McGinn said watch this space but I think that was just Jordan Hobbs trying to wind us up to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Aye, Chris was mentioning that uh, perhaps signing players like uh, Griffiths or Mackay maybe isn't the, the, the way Celtic should be going because I think he worded it that they didn't need another Premiership level striker because they've already got that in Stokes. Well, that's, that is a good point. That's, that was the other thing I was going to come on to say. If you've got if you've got an Anthony Stokes there and you've got a, you've got a Lee Griffiths and you were, you were to ask me which one out of two I would pick, I'd probably go for Stokes. Because he's got he's got that proven track record at that level, yeah. playing in, in at that club in high pressure games and Stokes you know, never really gets well. a chance to in Europe. No, no, he's right. not. He's not. I mean, he's never been fancied in Europe. Samaras is always at the nod. But if you're looking for, I mean, that's, I mean, it depends what Celtic are doing. Are they buying somebody for Europe next season? I don't believe Lee Griffiths is the guy that you buy for Europe next season. I think Lee Griffiths is the guy you buy if you want twenty goals a season in the in the, in the SPL. But I, I think with Stokes, I think with Stokes have got that guy already. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what advantage there is to be gained by buying Griffiths unless he goes on fire for three seasons and you punt them on for a big profit. But that's a pretty big gamble. Is it maybe just a panic buy because Celtic fans are saying they need a striker. I think it has to. I think there has to be some purchase made in January to start appeasing the guys that have bought season books and dwindling crowds and all the rest of it I think Celtic are, are kind of duty bound to bring someone in in January to try and you know sell a few shirts or, or boost the crowd a wee bit but I can't just, see Gra- that Griffiths doing that no, I can't pe- see people walking out with Lee Griffiths shirts no I don't I don't I'm like you I'm not convinced he's, 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 he's the guy that would really light up the imagination of a lot of, a lot of Celtic supporters a big signing that's happened already was Iwilumu Going to St Johnson, I was hoping to see him in the telly box. Aye, Aye. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him play in the in the SPL because I, 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 again, I think he's a guy that could that could do a really good job for St Johnson. I mean, yeah. all, all hearts back to that miss and all the rest of it. But I mean, his track record apart from that, he's a reasonable player, the boy. It's a look on his face that's just burned into my mind, and I'm sure many <laughs> others. <laughs> it could have been anyone. Let's face it. The boy just... done something similar at the weekend there. It wasn't as bad as it, but uh, he ballooned it wide. Ah, it's just it's just your luck in it. It's the level at which you do it, and it's the the things that you're remembered for. And he's just been really unfortunate that he's it happened in the in the game that it did. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I think 
I think he's pretty philosophical about the whole thing now, uh, speaking about it. And, and by all accounts, yeah, I, used to, I worked beside his brother uh, a few years ago, and it was round about that time that he'd, he'd got the call-up. So, of course, the whole family had been at hand that day to watch him, you know, <laughs> play for Scotland. And he said it was just, he said afterwards he could, he could just have jumped in the car and driven away, but he didn't. He, he came into the players' lounge after it, and he was, you know, talking to the media and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like a pretty. Uh, I think he's a, a sensible guy. He's got his head on his shoulders and um, doesn't get too carried away. But he's again big physical presence, and you know we like to have him and Stevie May up front for St Johnston. That's that's not a bad pairing. That's if May stays. If May stays, I if they, if like they manage to as well. Keep him to keep him But again, he's another guy that's making the right noises about staying. And like you were saying before, they he seems that to contract be, as well. And he seems to be pretty sensible. Um, so I, I, I mean, for obviously for the for the sake of the league and everything else, it'd be good to see Stevie May uh, staying and, and playing another uh, at least another full season with St Johnston, and then maybe getting a move somewhere else because he's I mean he's against another one with potential. And the worst thing would be if he if he goes and move, goes and moves somewhere else and falls at a favour and doesn't play, and then you know he ends up back at blooming their broth in a couple of years. Point Such as his potential uh, lead man for us on the international stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. He's got to be playing first team. Got to be playing first team football and playing every week. Yeah. Aye. For the sake of the cup semi-final, I wouldn't mind if he went before the window, but for mm-hmm. the sake of Scottish football, I think he's probably better off staying where he is because, as you say, he's playing regularly just now, whereas if he goes down south to like something, if he went to QPR, in all likelihood he'd go to QPR, QPR would get promoted and he'd then just end up getting discarded. I can't exactly. Right, training. Uh, I, I I think... training. He's, he's not playing competitive games. He might get like a, a substitute appearance in a, a, in a Diddy Cup sometime. But I mean, that's not when you're young like that. You've got to be playing every week. I wanted to mention the, the Cup semi finals, and in particular, I wanted to mention uh, Ryan Stevenson and Hearts. Cheats. Cheats. <laughs> I mentioned it on the forum that I think Sport and Integrity is called into question uh-huh. here because Stevenson was suspended for the game. Uh, the cup semi-final yep. and Hearts decided to rearrange a game with St Mirren fair enough that was get, due to be played on a Saturday so they couldn't play that on a Saturday and a Sunday but they asked St Mirren do you fancy playing that midweek prior to the cup semi-final which would mean that Stevenson would be suspended for that game and not the semi mm. what's St Mirren going to say to that ok we'll play you yeah. you'll be minus one of your better players aye ok we'll do that yeah. I think uh, Gary Locke came out and said that the the reason they did this is just to get Stevenson playing in the semi. I think that cheating's a strong word, but I think that they're, they're playing the rules pretty yeah. pretty uh, slyly here, and I think sport and integrity does come into it. Yeah, they need, they need, they need, at least they, need they were to... honest about it. Yeah, and that's. I mean, he's, he's he's obviously been upfront about it, but they need to start looking at the rules, and it should be a case of at the point in which you're banned you're banned for the next two games as is on the calendar at that point. If you rearrange yep. a game somewhere else along the line or that game is postponed like tonight's game is, Dundee United and St Johnson. So there's Manus who would have been um, suspended for tonight's game. He's now going to be suspended for the the the, 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 the semi-final coming up. So Aye, that's shocking, that one. Yep. I think so, you know, it's, it's a bit tough. It probably needs to look at in the first place the fact that they were going to be missing cup games when it's like bookings they've... Uh, caught from the league, or send it off. To well, the I think that I think that they know that that's going to happen. I think the the rules are there that say that if you're booked in this game, you're you're banned for the the next game. 
I think what Greg mentioned is it should be stamped and said, right, this is what you're banned for. Uh, it's set in stone. You can't just rearrange matches. You can't if if you've got a wet night, you can't just lose up lose your keeper for a I mean, second. I mean, you, you, I mean, you look at if it was the case. If, let's say it was Dundee United, for instance, who had a player who was who was. Um, Due to you know dodge a suspension or whatever, and they were deliberately trying to get a game put off. If you're the home team, it's easy enough to get your game put off because when the weather's like this, you just leave the covers off the pitch and you soak it and you turn the sprinklers on and you get your game abandoned. So I mean, there's, I I, I just think it's too easy for clubs to rearrange games or get games put off or postponed and all the rest of it. So they definitely have to have to go back and and, and look at the point at which you were which you were uh, set off. And look at the games that you're going to miss, and then that's that's a set in stone. Uh, it sounds fair to me. Uh, it was an interesting debate in the forum because not everyone was agreeing. Uh, it was eye-opening because it was pretty black and white to me when I seen it. Yeah. It's not right, but I uh, different opinions. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about predictions for the League Cup. We'll do that along with the uh, Premiership predictions. So do you want to do McBookie now, or do you want to do it after the, the predictions to pick our first scorer and our two matches? Do you want to see how we're doing our predictions to see if anyone jumps out? Aye, do the predictions first, aye. Right, we've got some midweek games. We've got Celtic against Kilmarnock and Hearts against St Mirren, as I just mentioned. The the cheats. I'll call them cheats. (laughs) Cheating bastards, Hearts, St Mirren. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's just in case Laurie's listening. Right, Hearts against St Mirren. What do you think, Greg? You can go first. Eh... Hearts have got this appalling sort of home record at the moment, which I mean, they have the last to, seven or eight games. I mean, they have to they have to break that duck at some point. <sighs> St. Martin again struggled at the weekend. I, I don't know. It's, it's pointing towards a draw. This one, I think. Uh, see, see about that. St. Martin haven't drawn a game in the league away this season. Really, really, I. Why, me man? I found, I found someone that gives me the home and away, home and away table on the SPFL website. So I got it up because I'm got it up for the productions as well. If that's SPFL website, does that just be top tier? No, no. Uh, let me just check. Ah, it's only messing there, John. Like one as well. Right, I'm going to go two ones at Murn on, on John's advice. I'm going to go the same. No, you can go something different. <laughs> no, because I normally go first. I never get to copy anybody. Right, John, what are you thinking? Well, see, I was only just giving Greg some information. I think it could be a draw, but I just found it quite interesting. I got the table up and I saw that they hadn't drawn a game up with home. Um, I've written in a book, Greg, I can't change it. No, I know, I know. I'll go for Hearts 1 0. Oof. Failed to score in the last seven eight games. They scored at the weekend. That would give them a bit of confidence. Just talking about maybe trying to get a couple of players in. I saw that on Twitter today. I'm not really sure how this is going to work because they're talking about is it King? I thought there was no names mentioned. It just it was a guy on. uh, It's a guy. It's Jamie Borthwick who works for STV. He's a big Hearts fan. Was on Twitter today and he was suggesting that the the plan is to get two players in. Just shortly. The same, Laurie was on the forum, uh, forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk, plug, plug. He was on the forum mentioning that King was going to be sold, and then he was saying that the King would be back, and I think... Hmm. One in, one out. 
Yeah. A talk yeah, note. He'd like to think so. Aye. <laughs> it's a talk note. Is it not a case they'd have to sign? Let me see. It's a one in one out basis, but yeah. is it got to be under twenty one players, or is it any player? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that stipulation applies. I think they Six. can. I think they can appeal on a case by case basis. Because it says the embargo does not apply to players under the age of twenty one. So they could still get possibly maybe a loan signing from down south. Remember they did that mm-hmm. last year before mm-hmm. the cup semi final. They got Ngu in from Liverpool. Yeah. That's so right. It could yeah. be something like that. I think it's more likely to be a loan signing as opposed to anything else. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, an, an aging star. <laughs> right, Celtic against Kilmarnock. Oh, before I go on, I wanted to mention that the Hearts St Mirren games on BBC Alba. Is it live? Well, it must well, be. Is a... it, or is it as live? Is it one of those? It's... I I don't know. Basically, I, I'm on yeah, the SPFL be, website live. and it's mentioned that uh, they're, they're showing that. So I would I thought so. I thought it's live, but I can't say for sure. Right, Celtic against Kamarnock, three 0 Aye, you're getting um, three 0 to Celtic. But just in staggering nineteen to one in Kamarnock to win this. Which for a, for a two horse race is just incredible. See, Boyd's but, got a bad uh, scoring uh, record against Celtic. So. Yeah, I, I can't see it another than a, a heavy defeat. Uh, for nothing, Celtic. Goals galore. Um, let me see. <coughs> I'll go for 2 0 to Celtic. They're actually Celtic are actually scoring more goals away from home than they are at home this season. Mm-hmm. So I'll go for 2 0. Yep. Right, then we're moving on to the weekend. And games are postponed from the original schedule, left, right and centre. But we've still got some games on. Killer against Ross County. I'm going to go 2-0 home one. Aye, I think, I think Ross County's uh, resurgence might be might be short-lived. Kamarnock tails up. one nothing. Kamarnock. Uh, I'll go for 2-0 as well. Eremenko back, maybe. And... Mm, yeah. Aye, that'll cut the crowd a lift. Although, I tell you, see when he was walking at half-time? He looked like he had a wee lump. No, he's just, he'll be practising for the orange walk now that he's done an airshire. Yeah, you need that daft walk when you, when you do when you do the orange walk. He's been practising for that. <laughs> I have no idea what you're on about. Ah, you ever <laughs> watched the boys doing the orange walk? That's a match and us, I stubbed their toe a wee bit. That's what he was doing. Ah, airshire man, he'll be, uh, be getting fitted up for his suit. <laughs> Whenever I go to the orange walk, I don't really see the way they're walking because my eyes are just filled with hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Partick Thistle against Dundee United. That's on BBC Alba. That'll be delayed coverage. Yeah. Away win, yeah. 2 0. Yeah, it got to be an away win, hasn't it? Got to be. Uh, thistle. 3 1. 3 1 United. Um, I'll go for a, a score draw 1 0. Then we've got League Cup as well. We've got Celtic at Mirren on Sunday as well. We're doing the league first, or we're, Aye, we're still on Saturday. Chronological order, yeah. Aye, I know, but they're the one that put, I've got my predictions up on the forum. Oh, well, I've got the Black Book open, and the Black oh, Book says book. the next game up is Aberdeen against St. Johnson. Right, okay. That's the rules. The rules. Right, I'm not very happy. LiveFootballOnTV.com. <laughs> They're saying that the Aberdeen game isn't on the telly box, is that right? Uh, it's not on the telly box, no. Oh, why did the Sky Sports were sharing it with the BBC? No. Oh, that's no one. That's just Wait, rubbish. Is this a, is this a semi-final? That is a semi-final, aye. Uh-huh. Hamden? No, it's no. a... Uh, When's it? Tynecastle. 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 Uh, no, I'm not happy about this. 
Aye, Hamden's getting done up. I meant to post a of picture of that is. before him. They're getting Shut a new, of course it is. A new raised platform. Man, of course it is. Aye, it's both cup ties are in Edinburgh this weekend. Aye. Right, so it's not in the telly box, so you can't watch it unless you buy a ticket to the game. So you better do that or else. Well, you find a dodgy stream somewhere from somewhere. Maybe it's getting recorded by some sort of... Oh, well, you, you're, forget, like you're forgetting about Doncaster and Lowell went a wee jolly to China and they sold the rights to China. <laughs> Aye, <laughs> all right. Maybe. I'll be down my local Chinese end, see if it's on there. <laughs> I think that's a sensible thing to do. Right, so I've got Aberdeen against a team with no goalie thanks to the rain. So it's going to be a 3-1 victory to Aberdeen. Nah, Super Saints for me, 2-0. Oh, well I'm over a double. Oh, St. Johnson haven't beat us in cup competition. It's got to go sometime. Two no, it's not, it's not going this weekend. We're going to get over the semi. Big a well and we're wheeling away like that. Oh, get no. it right up, please. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to go over the semi-final hoodoo. Get to our cup final. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a tight game, though. I don't think there'll be much in it. Cup semi-finals kind of quite often give me quite cagey affairs. Um, I'll go for 1-0. Ready to score. 1-0. Yep. Alright then, I'll let you off with that. I'm not letting Greg off with his 2-0 St. Johnson. Hmm. I'm missing Manus. So what? The, the bad weather. Look, look, listen, St. Johnson are going to be on the front foot so much that back four's never going to be troubled, let alone their goalkeeper. They're just going to be pinging boss towards the big man. He's going to be overhead kicking and flicking <laughs> and backheeling. Tell you, man, Super Saints. If I was to pick a side in that that I wanted to win, it'd definitely be St. Johnson. Oh, do a good pie. Steady on. Well, do a good pie. We're still waiting for this bloody steak and chorizo pie. <sighs> I had a pie for my dinner, actually. It was a pucker pie. It was good. Oh, the nice. Ah, it was good. It was tasty. Right, we'll move on to the next semi-final. Hearts against Inverness. So hopefully the, the non-cheaters will win this. <laughs> 2 nil Inverness. John Hughes... <sighs> Despite was it winning one in something like seven I mean, games? That's 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 what I mean. I think I think Hughes is just going to I think he's going to end up taking them down to the first division again. I think he's a he's a clown show a manager. <laughs> but I don't I, I don't think you need a manager in this instance when you get to a semi final or a final. I think that the, the occasion takes the players on. Don't know. My hearts are going to have a big noisy support. Aye, they will have. It's, it's almost a home game for them, and Inverness will have what. 300, One part of this dog, eh? 400, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I've points to Inverness victory in terms of league position and, and whatnot, but it's just one of these funny, one of these funny seasons where Hearts have got all these kids. I, I just got a feeling they might, they might do enough to edge through. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Hearts to. I'm gonna go one each. Hearts to get through in extra time. Oh, extra time. Um, I'll go for one 0 to Inverness, Billy McKay. Billy McKay, right. I was going to have a wee look at the, the odds for that. What, for your own personal gain? Or... <laughs> of the way you said that, John. Your own personal gain? Or for charity? <laughs> uh, that sounds obvious. That makes it Sorry, that's what he cares about. His own personal gain. You're right, John. So he's interested in. All right, let's all right. His, let's check his odds out for my own personal gain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it on the McBookie site. They're really good for this kind of. Aye, normally they are. I could. I tried a bet on earlier on. What was I trying to bet? I don't know. Some 
Uh, Dutch Reserve League. Couldn't get a bet in that. Ditching McBookie. Bet 365. No, no, I'm going to have to switch. I'm going to have to switch to a bookie that provides a bigger market. No, I didn't go bet 365. No, no. I'm they still lifted money at your account for no reason. Aye, they dipped into my account. <laughs> what do you mean they dipped into your account? Well, they did because I, I put a bet on, right? So I got a free bet out of this. I, and I didn't read the terms and conditions. It did, says if they, they give you a the £10 print. bet, then you need to bet a million pounds. <laughs> so what I, what to bet million, huh? I had to bet something like £3 or something. Three, did you have to bet, bet, bet through it three times or something like that? Aye, aye. Something like that. So I had about £3 aye. left to do and I had a few days left to do it and I, I'd ended up going on a wee bit of a run. I had quite a bit of money in my account for me anyway. Maybe £50, £60, something like that. Anyway, went in and checked my account. There was nothing in there. So I phoned them up. Oh, aye, aye. We took the money out of your account. I was like, hey, that's more than the bonus. They were actually <laughs> taking my winnings out. They says, aye, aye, you can't have that. So... They ended up giving it back, a goodwill gesture. But then they said, oh, I will give you it back. But by the way, you need to play this, through this again another three or four <laughs> times. I said, no, I'm not happy with this. And the woman just said, well, all right, you, we'll just no give you the money back then. <laughs> oh, well. He did they read the small print, John. That's the moral of the story. Read Aye. the small print. Aye. Basically, didn't he take any free bet offers face? bookies unless you've read the small print and was it was it last month because i got a free bet from bet365 and i remember seeing it and you had to bet through it three times and it had to be a minimum of 15 pound or something like that before you could withdraw they give you some like 20 days to do it and no i'm not a big fan of bet365 these there's no such thing as a free bet apart from the mcbookie charity bet but that's a different story i bet three six didn't go near them that's my tip what's the odds for that what, for not going, me not going near yeah. 365? <laughs> Just because you said it was a tip. <laughs> I think I've I think I've put more money in since that incident because oh. they just have such a good Asian handicap market. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. Right, Celtic St Mirren, that's on the telly box. Surely that's on the telly box. Ah, yeah, it is. I'm sure that's on TV. Yeah. Someday. No, it's not, not on the telly box. It's on somewhere. It's on. Aye, three o'clock. It's on Sky, I think. Or BBC. I think it's on BBC, actually. That's a league game. Oh, no, it's a league game. Oh, no, it's a cup game. I'm getting confused. It's a cup game. The Hearts Inverness. Aye, that's on the telly box. Aye. Aye. Celtic St. Mirren, no, that's no. I don't know if that's on the TV. I'll be watching the League Cup. To be honest, I'm having a joke about the Hearts being cheats, which they are, but. I'm, I'm not too fussed about who wins I think Hearts if they got to the final I think it would be a, a nice a, a fairy tale ending for the season <laughs> to the... Just, aye, just before they get pumped right down to the first division <laughs> aye, aye, it'll happen about the same time aye. right Celtic St Mirren I'm going to go 3-0 3-0 against Killen 3-0 against St Mirren I'm getting 14-1 in St Mirren not the generous 19-1 you're getting for Kilmarnock but aye Oh, God, another boring, another boring home win. I don't know, 2 nothing. Aye, I'll go for 2 nothing as well. Right. Predictions so, saved. For the, the charity bet. <coughs> Celtic minus one. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, Greg. You took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. What's Celtic minus one? What's the odds? Right, Celtic minus one are 40 to 85. Oh, it's just... just... <laughs> <laughs> that's crap. 
Aye, it's ah. pretty poor, isn't it? And what about minus nine. two? Oh, 13 to 10. <laughs> it's not worth the risk, really, is it? No. Nah. What did we say for... Did everybody take Kilmarnock? Because you're getting even money in a Kilmarnock win against Ross County on a Saturday. That's no bad really? for a open victory. 11 to 10. I tell you what, maybe we should be a wee bit fly with that. See if it's 11 to 10, what's the odds on a, a win or a draw? Do a wee double chance. Oh, I don't know. I've just, I'm, I'm just like... Uh, do McBookie do the double chance? I think they do. They do draw no bet, that's for sure. Must be here somewhere... See, they add... They add uh, I'm only seeing draw no bet. Ah, we didn't want a draw no bet. I'm only seeing draw no bet. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's maybe just not up yet. Oh, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. All markets. There you go, wait a minute. Oh, fuck, where is it? Mubbit Kamarnak plus one. Double chance. Kamarnak draw three to ten. That's... No, that's rubbish. Well, I have got Kamarnak, I three to ten for the. Why, well, why don't we just go with this? Why don't we take Kamarnak evens? Right, okay. Well, sell to get minus one. So just a simple killer, eleven to ten. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about Celtic. Celtic minus, minus one against St Mirren. Mm-hmm. Right, Celtic minus one against St Mirren. So that's forty to eighty-five. Yeah, that returns thirty pound eighty-eight pence. Aye, that would be alright. Alright. Aye, I think that's a good. 20 quid in the kitty. Aye, I think that sounds good. Right, now we need Goal a scorer. Who's uh, Hamilton? Uh, they signed Jason Scotland, didn't they? Oh, aye, so they did, aye. Hamilton. Did he play... Was Hamilton game postponed at the weekend? Or did they play? Can't mind. Aye, was it no way to be Hamilton Dundee? Oh, I don't know. God, no, I don't know. God, I don't know about these lower league teams, do we, Craig? Uh, I don't. I'm not interested, John. See, I normally uh, sit and enjoy watching the scores come in. So Hamilton are at home to Dumbarton at the weekend. Home to Dumbarton and... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what odds. Like the odds aren't there. Nah, so... you're not, you're not get the odds yet, will you? Killed and beef. Dundee are home to Alloa. Anything for Dundee. McDonald. But Dundee, maybe. McDonald, aye. We could go with him. Let's see, does that... Surely that's got to try to find somewhere that tells you first goal scorers. Let's bloody have a look at this. Cowdenbeath <sighs> at home to Wraith Rovers. Keen mm. Hemmings. Stranraway. Stranraway. Stranraway is Tenhouse Muir. Longworth. Longworth. Your pal. He's got to come in at some point. Um, Stenhouse Muir not up nearly. No, they get, um, they get shot at their manager. They get shot of... Uh, what's his name? Used to play for Motherwell. They got shot of... <laughs> oh, my mind's going blank. Was it Paul McGrillan? No, or something no. like that? No, no he's dead. <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, is the McGla- guy used to play at the McGlashan? No. Uh, um... <laughs> I remember the same time as Craig. Oh, come on. I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying this, Craig. His name was, his nickname the Kaiser. His name was, I'm going to say Martin, what's oh, coming to me, Martin? Corrigan. Uh, Corrigan, Martin Corrigan. <laughs> Aye, but they're, they're still, they're, they're mid-table in League One, I know. Aye, Stranraer, brilliant. Longworth, brilliant. Aye, Stranraer let us down last week. 
I know. Hey, do you not listen? Do you not Because I was not on. Honestly, the bet's gone pear-shaped since I stopped coming on here and since Chris got back involved again. So, listen, I'm back this week. He's not. So, I tried to kill all. I get it 10 to 1. Mm, Is it worth it? Uh, Just a minute. It's not, bad, it's not a bad bet. See, if he is. If he is, maybe 10 to 1. Breakin. Well, we could do. A way to breakin. No, I hope to breakin. Oh, oh, 10 to 1's a good, a good shout I, for that. I don't, huh? know if, I don't know if it would be 10 to 1 again, but he was 10 to 1 at the weekend and they were at home, so I'd imagine it would be the same. Yeah, I think he would be about the same. Uh, maybe even a little bit more since he didn't score, if you know what I mean. Yeah, go with that. 10 to, one, 10 to 1 sounds good. Nicky Law to score worth. first against Breakin. Mm-hmm. He'd be judicious that he is. Well, he took a step up. <sighs> Furthered his career. I so he did. Right, that's us sorted. We've got Kelly and Celtic both to win. The Celtic is minus one, isn't it? Uh, Celtic is minus one. Yep. Kamara is a one. 11 to 10 and 40 to 85. £10 bet returns £30 and 88 pence. And we've went yes. for Nicky Law, first scorer for Rangers against Brecon. So that's the two bets courtesy of McBookie. The good bookie. I like bet365. Right, so that's it for what I wanted to discuss in the podcast. Anything either of you two wanted to mention? Remember and try and get vote, get involved with the World Cup of Beer on the forum. Aye, World Cup of Beer, it's a chance to get past and to to decide what the best beer in the world is. Aye, and I'll exclusively reveal what this week's fixture is on the podcast. Well, how goes that? An exclusive, that sounds good. This week is Belgium versus Poland, which could be a heavyweight contest. Right. So we've got Belgium, representing Belgium is that beer Duvel, which I've seen in Tesco, it's about Quite expensive for a wee bottle. It's two forty nine a bottle. Um, against Tisky from Poland. So that's the fixture. Oh, Tisky's good. Had that a few times. Aye, I've not tried the Belgian stuff, but I've heard it's good. So well, uh, sounds a wee bit premium. Premium oh. beer. Aye, I think it is. Aye. So I that's the that's the that's the fixture for week seven that we're on now. We'll be on. Right. That's good banter, John. Right. Well, that's us then. Thanks for finished coming on, Greg. And thanks Aye. for coming on, John. Thanks for your Sorry. laptop surviving. Aye, I know. It's it's going to freeze at the end of the podcast, probably, like Aye. it did last week. So right, we'll, we'll see what happens. Thanks for everyone who's listening. Thanks, Hog, to everyone. Aye. I'll hopefully see you on the forum as well, forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk. That's three plugs so far. That's Come and talk to Greg on the forum, one man yeah. clapping. What to do, Get right, is if you join the forum, you can immediately PM Greg and just... Just call them names, really. <laughs> like nothing really bad. Just, just kind of playground names. Don't worry about F and Jeff and the PM system. That's all right. It's one man. Anything happen. goes. Anything goes. Talks about our broth. He likes talking about our broth. That's his favourite town in oh, Scotland. If you're from our broth, get in touch. Right. Fill your boots. I. Uh, and you can also get in touch to the podcast via if you send a, a postcard. <laughs> get in touch and give us your point of view. Right, but thanks for coming, thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Right, cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 bye.